1: back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Hits. Here, Tuesday, June 12th edition, and we've got a loaded 15-game slate on tap. Hope everybody had a good Monday. It was a very interesting slate, a uh, decent one, to say the least. It was good, close to being great, so let's do it again on a Tuesday. We have uh, totals on the slate. Red Sox-Orioles total at 9, Rockies-Phillies 7.5. Nationals, Yankees, nine and a half. Twins, Tigers, nine. Giants, Marlins, eight and a half. Jays, Rays, waiting on that one. Mets, Braves, eight and a half. Cubs, Brewers, nine and a half. Indians, White Sox, nine and a half. Reds, Royals, nine and a half. Padres, Cardinals, waiting on that one as well. Pirates, D-backs, eight and a half. Astros, A's, eight. Angels, Mariners, waiting on that one because Berea is coming back up from the minors. and Then Rangers and the Doyers. Waiting on that one because of the rain, the Dodgers starter as well. So a lot of question marks there. But we have four totals, of nine and a half or above. tossing a couple nines and three that we're still waiting on. We got offense today, guys. The pitching is not good at all. It is rough. You're going to have to pay up for some names you might not want to pay for. Uh, when it comes to weather, nothing. Well, it is kind of crazy. It's going to be weird. Uh, you got wind blowing out in Baltimore and Boston, Colorado right. and Philly, Washington and New York, all the left field, about 10 to 12 miles an hour. And then in Minnesota and Detroit, you got 15 to 20% chances of rain that increases later as the night goes on. Uh, Mets and Atlanta, around 15 to 20% chances off and on. San Diego, St. Louis, like last night, anywhere between 15 to 20% chances. So those three games could be completely misses like St. Louis was last night, or it could get very hectic. So keep an eye on that one. And then in Oakland, Houston, and the A's blowing out to the center at about 13 miles an hour. And it's going to be crazy hot on the West Coast the next few days. So keep that in mind when you're checking. Uh, making your lineups there. It's great hitting environments right now. Let's take a look at this pitching where it is not pretty. You have four pitchers over 10K. Aaron Nola at 12,000 leads the way. Top price guy, and he is the top option. And I'm usually not a fan of paying for this because you want 30-plus point upside. Nola has been outstanding at home in his five or six starts at home at 194 ERA, 27 DraftKings points per start uh, compared to 17.5 on the road. You're facing a Rockies team. People hear Rockies go, oh, no. Well, A, they're outside of Coors. And, yes, Citizen Banks Park is outstanding. But uh, they strike out over 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Nola's got a 26% K rate with a 51% ground ball rate. The Rockies team total is the lowest on the slate at 3.4. Lefty's 280, righties 249 versus Aaron Nola. A 303, a well and 158 ISO, barely average for the Rockies versus right-handed pitching. You know, lefties have had success in the past against Nola. This year only hitting 280, like I said, but at the same time, you know, you, you know, Charlie Blackman could run into one. Cargo, I believe, is still banged up. He could be back. Yeah, Gerardo Parra, uh, maybe Toshman, stuff like that. But all in all, Aaron Nola at 12,000 on a slate where pitching is very rough, and yes, he's expensive, is an outstanding play. You got fulton at home against the Mets. I get it. It's the Mets. I can't pay 11-8 for Fulton I know he's been outstanding. I'd rather, if I'm going to have to pay up and do something I don't want to do, which is pay up like this, I'd rather pay up to Nola. I'd rather just do it. Or I'd pay down to Eduardo Rodriguez at 11-1 at Baltimore. Yes, another insane price tag for a pitcher. But we're talking about Erod, who's faced Baltimore twice this year. 11-2 and innings, one earned run, 15 strikeouts, averaging 26.3 points per start against Baltimore He has four straight starts of 20 or more, 21 or more DraftKings points. Five of his last six, 21 or more. If you go six of his last seven, essentially 20 or more. He's been very, very good. Again, it's not a night where, you know, at 11-1, you're going to want 25, 30-plus point upside. And he can get there, but not very often. You're facing a Baltimore team that's righty-heavy, but they strike out 23% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Erod has a 26.5% strikeout rate. Limits the hard contact you got a Baltimore team with a four-team total, fourth lowest on the slate at the moment. Lefty's 290, righty's 290. He's been very, very good. It's always a walks issue, a control issue with Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, if you follow at CTM Baseball, Matt Modica, I talk about him on this show and other shows quite a bit. He's been a guest on but it's with Bubba a few times. He uh, likes to tweet out stats a lot. And they're really, really good stats. And one he does often is Eduardo Rodriguez, especially after his starts because it shows just how far this kid has come and become a very good pitcher. And this Orioles team is for such a righty dominant lineup, they struggle against righty or lefties. A 301 well, but barely above average or barely average, period. And a 145 ISO, which is below average. Uh, they're not strong against lefties. Now, can they run into one? Sure. Baltimore's a great hitting environment. But Erod has definite upside in that matchup at 11-1. The price tag is steep. Can you make the price? That's the question. And that's the question on this slate, because when I go below 10k, you're gonna realize why you might consider making this work. The third guy is Miles Mikolas. This will be the popular guy up here. And for right, good reasons, just like Jack Flaherty was popular last night, you have Mikulas at home at 10-9 against the San Diego Padres, a horrible offense. Uh, he faced San Diego a week or so ago, 6-2, and 5 hits, 5-1, 4-Ks for 21.4 points. Uh, prior to that, uh, his last start against Miami, he got 27-4, a couple of hiccups of around 11 or 12 points. But but then before that, he was just uh, lights out, 20-plus points on the reg with a 43 thrown in there. Uh, we know the story about San Diego. Again, not great. Striking out almost 26% of the time. Miklas isn't a huge strikeout guy. He's a ground ball guy. But uh, does get the job done. San Diego's waiting on their team total, aren't we? Yep. Uh, t- 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 lefties, 330. Righties, 268 versus Miklas. Similar to the Flaherty issue. Again, below average Woba and ISO, 289 to 127 versus righties. So Miklas a 10-9, definitely in play. I like him a lot. There's no sugarcoating it. That's also why I like the idea of NOLA and EROD to differentiate yourself. If you're going up here, go up here. So, when you guys above 10K, I got EROD 1, Mikulis 2, or no, NOLA 1, sorry. Mikulis 2, EROD 3. That's the way I got it ranked out. It's all kind of preference and price. EROD could, you know. They're all in in similar spots uh, with uh, their price point. Let's go below 10K. You know, McCullers at 96 is interesting versus Oakland. I don't hate it. Don't love it. Berea's been a good pitcher. 92 isn't bad. Seattle just doesn't doesn't strike out a ton. They're just a lot of good contact, a lot of power in that lineup against lefties and righties. Um, Yeah, only a 20% K rate, so keep that in mind at that price tag. Adam Plutko at $8,300 could be interesting. Coming off a rough start um, against the Chicago White Sox, five innings, six hits, five earned two Ks. Prior to that, 22 points, 23 points against Chicago Cubs and the Toronto Blue Jays. Maybe he figures it out here just to hiccup his last time out. Facing a White Sox team that does strike out almost 24% of the time. Uh, a lot of fly balls from Plutko, which is not reassuring. Again, this is why pitching is tough on this slate. Why well, I emphasized what I emphasized earlier. Uh, lefties 467, righties 244 in a small sample against Plutko. So he's in play at 8,300 if you want to look that direction. One of my favorite plays in this region, and it's not because I'm a homer, it is Chris Stratton at $7,900. He's at Miami, which is always a target we definitely enjoy looking at. Great pitchers ballpark. Like the next one that's best would be, oh, wait, his in AT&T. He's been better on the road than at home this year, averaging 18 points to start. Um, Definitely in play tonight against this Marlins team that uh, strikes out at a clip of A clip of uh, 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, As long as he's not walking, guys, he could be in a really good spot here. Miami's team totals 4-2. Lefty's 383, righty's 382. But, uh, you know, an ISO of 119 and a Wobo of 288, both very much below average. So Stratton at 79 is in play, one of the better options in this mid-tier, on this ugly pitching slate. Other than that, we're going to start grasping at straws, boys and girls. Jake Odorizzi at 7,200, hoping for some K upside against the Detroit Tigers. Odorizzi's been, he's shown 20 to 25 point upside, and then he's shown 5 point upside. He is very much polarizing, very much GPP play. Detroit stri- strikes out 21% of the time. Odorizzi's given up a ton of fly balls, ton of fly balls. So Detroit can be a cheap source of bats on this slate, or Odorizzi could be worth that dart. I, I, I could see this going one of two ways. And that's why he's an interesting GPP play. One I will not completely ignore by any means. Um, Lefty's 359, righty's 340. But you look at Detroit, a 301 Woba, barely average, barely. And a 145 ISO, which is below average. So their offense, as we know, isn't that good. They've been playing better of late. There's no hiding that. Candelario, Leonis Martin, Castellanos, Miggy's back. They're better of late. It's still not great. So Odorizzi at 72 at least is on the radar for deeper research there. Last but not least in this range, you have Zach Wheeler at $7,100. He's been very, very good of late. Better on the road than at home this year. Um, you know, 22 points his last time. I had a couple 12s in there and then a 25-3, a 21-3. He's been throwing really, really well. Kind of boomer bust upside when it comes to Zach Wheeler. Tough matchup against Atlanta in that ballpark. No sugarcoating that at all. Uh, an Atlanta team that strikes out about 20.5% of the time. Again, Wheeler's 48% ground ball rate, is something we do like quite a bit. Atlanta's team total is 466. lefty's 347, righty's 302, so we know Atlanta's offense is hot 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 on the season. It's been cool of late, to be honest about that. And Wheeler's been pitching really really well. He's a GPP play only 7100 bucks is worth a look. Tanner Work at 7k, it's kind of that good floor play against the Yankees uh could be a nice if you don't want to take a big gamble, Tanner Work at 7k could be a play you could look at as well. Uh, so, in that 7K range, you got Stratton 1, Wheeler 2, Odorizzi 3, Plutko 4, with Rourke as an option as well. Below 7Ks, it's even worse. You got a guy like Blaine Hardy at $6,800 coming off a rough one against Boston. Got beat up. Prior to that, though, really good. Two run runs or less than his three starts prior 15, 27, 11. Uh, definitely showed some improvements there. Had some strikeout upside. Going up against a Minnesota team that we usually fear against the left-handed pitching quite a bit, and maybe it comes back tonight. But they also strike out 24% of the time. Hardy does give up a lot of hard contact and a lot of fly balls, thus the price tag. But the strikeout upside is there. A 4-5 total middle of the pack for the Twins. Lefty's 330, 30 righty's three twelve. They have a below average ISO of 142 versus left-handed pitching, which is very interesting with that kind of offense. So Blaine Hardy at 68 could be a cheap option. You could definitely take a peek at. Tyler Chatwood at 6,300 price tag is why we're looking here. He's been better on the road at a 2.70 ERA, only 22 walks in 26 and two thirds compared to 34 walks in 31 and a third. Um, he's faced Milwaukee once this year, seven innings, two hits, nowhere in three walks, four K's for 24.8 points. He's very, very much an up and down arm. Uh, going up against Milwaukee, who we saw at two solo homers off Quintana last night, but that was it. Uh, got it done outside of that. They strike out at almost a 25% clip versus right-handed pitching. He's got the great ground ball rate, just walks the world. That has always been his problem. A 4-8 total for Milwaukee. Lefty's 397, righty's 337. So it's risky, but does have upside of 6300 bucks that you don't get at many of these spots. Uh, after Chatwood, you can take a look. At, yeah, this is how bad it is. If you trust Bartola to put one of his mediocre starts together, he's 58, and he could be worth a look. Otherwise, Austin Pruitt is $4,300 for the Tampa Bay Rays. I guess it's a place that a lot of people are going to go. It's the whole, uh, you know, going to start. He's going to be the opener for the Rays. And then you go to Pruitt, who's 13, 7.1, 21, 10.4, uh, in his, you know, four starts in action out of the bullpen, five or more innings in those starts. He's got five or more Ks in two of those four starts, three in runs or less in three of those four. He got beat up against Seattle his last time out, but got the strikeouts to make it not matter. So Pruitt at 43 is definitely in play tonight in this lower range. So I got uh, Hardy 1, Pruitt 2, but I, you know I might switch that to Pruitt 1, Hardy 2, keep that in mind. And then you got Chatwood, maybe Cologne. But it's an ugly slate. Ugly slate for Pigeon. For 15 games, we somehow got the 15 games with nothing really going on. So, recapping your pitching up top, you got Nola 1, Mikolas 2, Erod 3. In the middle, you got Stratton 1, Wheeler 2, Odorizzi 3, Plutko 4. Down below, Hardy and Pruitt. Maybe Pruitt and then Hardy. Uh, Chatwood, and then you got Cologne, you got Tanner Roark. Stuff to look at there. All in all, not pretty. Let's get to the bats on this 15 game slate. Uh, Before we do so, let me talk to you about draft. Draft Draft.com, draft in your app store. It's a great way to play fantasy sports. Snake-style drafts, just the way you like it in your season-long leagues. Draft in under five minutes, and they're done. Absolutely done. Piece of cake. If a guy gets uh, scratched from the lineup, rain uh, rain out, they'll let you change him, as long as there's guys available. It's tons of tons of fun. Use promo code SDSPORTS when you check out and make your first deposit to get entry into a free $3 tournament. So go check it out. Draft.com. Draft in your app store. Football. Golf for the U.S. Open. Best balls for football. You got Baseball. Promo code Sports at checkout for entry into a free $3 tournament. Let's go to the catcher's position. You know, you got guys like Gary Sanchez always in place. Rio Muto, big homer last night. Don't mind any of them. But you got Sal Romano at 4K against uh, Sal Romano. It's definitely worth a look. Yasmani Grandal at 4K versus Big Sexy Bartolo. We definitely like a piece of that action. When you look at the Dodgers, lefties 335, righties 394 versus Big Sexy. So Yasmani is in play. Uh, farther around you go, maybe a Wilson Contreras if you're feeling frisky there, but um, there's gonna be options like Tyler Flowers, just Wheelers in play. But one I really like at 3500, Wilson Ramos of the Tampa Bay Rays hit in the middle of that order, crushes left-handed pitching. Um, you got Jaime Garcia, lefty's hitting 354, righty's 346, so definitely he's become a big-time flyball pitcher. So a guy like Wilson Ramos at 35. Very much in play, Yadi Molina versus the lefty Strom of San Diego. Yadi at 35 is worth a look as well. Farther down we look, um, we got you know Jan Gomes at 33 versus Big Game James. He's worth a, worth the a play there. Tucker Barnhart at 32 versus Ian Kennedy. a nice cheaper option for you there. Um, Nick Hundley, if he's buying the dish at 32 versus Richards, not a horrible play, not great but not horrible. You get down to 3K and below. Maybe a Russell the Love Muscle at 2,900 for the Blue Jays. Um, Jonathan Lucroy at 29, probably not so much in his matchup, but could be an interesting pivot. Um, Martin Maldonado at 28 versus Mike Leak. leek has been so hit and miss this year. This Angels offense, lefty's 410, righty's 373 off Leak. So Martin Maldonado at 28, he hit a double last night, got the job done at 28 for us there. Could have had more, but he didn't. But we'll still take that at 28, and we'll move along. A guy like Mitch Garver gets Hardy at 27, also a nice cheaper option for you there. They've Pedro Severino at 27 versus CC. So definitely some options down below here. We'll check some lineups and see what else comes up at the catcher's position, especially if you're feeling like punting. But uh, Wilson Ramos at 35, <clears throat> excuse me, very good-looking play for you there. Going over to the first base position, uh, Freddie Freeman, if you are fading Wheeler, Freeman's a great play. His lefties do hit Wheeler extremely well. And when we get to BVP, Freeman has had phenomenal success against Wheeler. Not many guys in this Atlanta team have seen Wheeler, so that's something positive in his direction. I got Goldschmidt. Eric Thames is back. Uh, Ryan Braun. But Max Muncy at 47 is an interesting play versus Cologne. But the guy I do like outside after Freddie Freeman, I go all the way down to Anthony Rizzo at 46 versus Chase Anderson. Rizzo at the ding-dong. And extras last night continues to have a, a hot like four or five weeks right now after a slow start really getting it going. You look at the Cubs offense with a four seven five total, lefty 338, righty's 374 off of Chase Anderson. So Rizzo's a guy I'd go back to the well on at 4,600. Uh, Mitchie two at 45 versus Hess is in play. Uh, you look at the Red Sox, team total's a 5, lefty's 334, righty's 307 versus Hess. We know the, the Red Sox offense is outstanding. Hess throws just a ton of fastballs, a ton of fastballs. He's been getting away with it so far the last like three or four starts. But man, that's just a... One of these days it's going to blow up and facing a team like Boston. This could be a big night to get on Boston, and a lot of people are going to want to because, yes, we're still waiting for totals on like four games, but you got you, you got Boston as the third highest total at the moment. So they're going to be popular like they are most nights. This is a good night to get on Boston, a really good night. Uh, Jose Martinez went deep again yesterday. Facing Strom at 4,500 is another great play. Um, Jose does have power to get lefties and righties, but a great spot here against Strom at 4,500. Joey Votto versus Ian Kennedy at 43 is another great spot. So as much as I love Freddie Freeman, no, nothing against him. And maybe this will help lower his ownership. But, you know, you get down to 4,600 with Rizzo and go below, there's a lot of options here. You save about $1,000 and uh, really do some damage. Uh, the farther down you look, uh, Cody Bellinger, who's heating up 4,200 versus Big Sexy. Definitely like that one as a look. Uh, Justin Smoke for Stanek at 41. Another one I really like is CJ Crone at 41 versus Jaime Garcia. A lot of power versus lefties, so that could be a nice play for you there. Uh, if you want to think Sino runs into one against Hardy at 4K, I'm not going to stop you at all. Matt Reynolds at 4K versus CC Sabathia is a nice spot there. We know Reynolds versus lefties. CC, be careful. CC has been getting hit around his last start or two. As a whole, though, he's very, very much so limited to hard contact. Lots of soft contact off CC. So I'm not saying don't play anybody against him. Like I like Rendon and a couple other options. But uh, he's not like you can full stack him if you want, but just don't be shocked if it doesn't work. Uh, Matt Reynolds our Mark Reynolds at 4K is in play. Carlos Santana like 3900 versus John Gray in Citizen Bank Park. I do do like that a little bit when you look at the Phillies. A 4-1-1 total. Lefties 335, righties 292. So you attack John Gray with the lefties. Santana, good play there for you. Uh, Greg Bird versus Tanner Rourke at 37. If you want cheaper option. Yonder Alonso, at 36 like him yet again tonight against Shields. Again, a cheap piece of the Cleveland offense. Going up against big game, James. Definitely someone to look at. Seven points last night, 11 the night before, 15, four, three games ago. Uh, Cleveland's team total is five. It is the second highest on the slate. Lefties 328. Righties 368 versus big game, James. Farther down we look on this first base, it is loaded, as we said, you guys like Albert Pujols ran into one last time. He's 35 versus Leak. He's in play yet again. Uh, Josh Bell maybe at 34. Could be worth a look for you. Um, other than that, we'll check some lineups. There might be some other cheap options that, that come out. Like a Louis Valbuena at 32 is definitely in play. He's got some good success versus Mike Leek. He's first base, third base. If you need a punt, Valbuena at 32 or Justin Bohr at 32. Both really nice cheapies there if you need them. Let's go over to the second base position we got some of our usual suspects up top. Altuve at 5K. Ozzy Albies at 49. Both good plays. Might not have to pay that high tonight, though. Like a Scooter Jeanette at 48, I'd almost rather have over Altuve and Albies tonight. You got Brian Dozier versus the lefty Hardy at 43. Is worth a look also. But a guy I'd like to look at on this slate is Andrew, uh, Javi Baez. We mentioned Anderson lefties and righties. are hitting him well. Baez, 22 points last night. You know, he had a couple zeros before that. But he's still he's on, on base and running. So, Baez at 42 is in play. Same with Benny Zobris at 42. In their matchups, uh, get down to the 4K and below. Like a Cesar Hernandez, a 41's interesting versus Gray. If you're stacking Philly, I'd say more so. Ioann Mancada, 39 versus Plutko, kind of a one off as well. Whip Merrifield at 39 versus the contact pitcher, and Sa Romano could be a nice little play for you there. Another nice night from Doc Discalso last night. 21 more DraftKings points. This guy just keeps getting it done. It's just fun to watch. Now, he's 3800 bucks for Trevor Williams. Lefties can get to Trevor Williams. D-backs of 4-5 total. Lefties three fifty. Righties Righty's 333 off Trevor Williams. So, Descalso, second base, third base, eligible at 38. Very much in play. Then, here Solarte at 38. Could be worth a look for Stanekton Pruitt as well. You go down to guys like Alan Hansen at 38. He's hitting towards the top of the order. He's in play. Ian Kinsler at 37 leading off for the Angels as well. Cattell uh, Marte, second base shortstop at 3,500 for Arizona. Had another good game himself. Ten more points last night. Averaging 12.6 his last ten games. Really getting it done at the dish for the D-backs. So D-backs in play versus Trevor Williams tonight. Um, Jed Jericho versus a lefty. Uh, in the in the Slack chat yesterday, a lot of great info. It was busy yesterday. And we were going around. We turned us on to some uh, other bats that weren't mentioned on Quick Kids. Uh, Jed Jericho is one of them. Second base, third base eligible. I love him versus lefties at 3,500. It's a great play tonight. I didn't mention him yesterday because I wasn't a huge fan versus the righty. But Mitch brought up a point. It's just history versus the Padres, and he went ding-dong city on him. So keep that in mind. Johnny Villar went deep as well yesterday. He's 3,500 versus Chatwood. Lefties can't hit Chatwood, so keep that in mind as well. Farther down you look, uh, take your gambles where you want. Like Joe Panik's 33. Joey Wendell's 32. Uh, not great plays, not horrible plays. Just kind of depends on how it runs out. Chris Owings, 31, if you really need a punt but not ideal. Other than that... Let's check your lineups and see what you got. Going over to the third base position. Jose Ramirez at 55, stolen base, bailed him out to at least get eight points last night. You can go back to that well again tonight against James Shields. He's definitely a play. You can run on Shields. You can hit Shields. You can do it all over Shields. Uh, Chris Bryant at 49 is interesting. A.L.T. No Suarez is interesting. Max Muncy mentioned him at 47. like that quite a bit. Eduardo Escobar at 46 versus Hardy. Could be in play. Escobar, a good switch hitter. Averaging 13 points his last 10, so he could be a sneaky low on play. Third base shortstop option at forty six hundred. Uh, Rake Lamb forty four hundred bucks went to Ding Dong City last night. He's averaging about ten points his last ten games. He's got twelve or more in three straight. He's forty four hundred versus Trevor Williams could definitely be worth a look again tonight. Same with Mike Mustakis at forty three versus Sal Romano. So as you can tell, I'm naming a lot of hitters because well, it's a fifteen game slate and we talked about how bad pitching is. So I haven't even got to shortstop and outfield. I can tell you right now, you can stack if you want. I'd almost go for home run derby. That's what I'd be going for. Because, you know, you don't have to stack Arizona, you can go Jake Lamb. You don't have to stack the Royals, you can go Mike Moustakas. Stuff like that and May, just fine. Uh, Bregman's been on fire. But Candelario versus Odorizzi at 41. If you want a little cheaper third baseman, I don't hate that at all. Like Anthony Rendon, we know how much he crushes left-handed pitching. He's only 3,900 versus CC. That's a phenomenal spot for him there. Mentioned Descalso at 38. We do like that. Salarte uh, Kyle Seeger at 37 is interesting. Farther down, you look: Yomer Sanchez at 35 and Jed Jericho at 35. I go Jericho over Sanchez, but both in play for you. Rafael Devers at 34 for your GPPs against Hess. Uh, Colin Moran, if you need a punt at 33, I don't hate that either. Danny Valencia at 33 will face the lefty Erod. Something to look at there. Other than that, like we've had at 32, Pablo Sandoval is 33. He's been kind of sneaky of late, but. I'd rather play Valbuena at 32 and check your lineups for the rest of your third base value. Shortstop, you got Machado's day-to-day. Francisco Lindor at 5K is worth a play. Bogart's at 49 as well. I mentioned Eduardo Escobar. you got got uh, Trey Turner at CC can be entering at 45. But farther down you look, Javier Baez is in play. Brandon Crawford at 41 just crushes baseballs. Great play there. D. Gregorius, lefties versus Tanner Works, so DD at 4K also in place. So if you want to pay up, you can start with Crawford or Didi and play fine right there. Or you can go even farther down and you go to the likes of maybe Eduardo Nunez at 3,600, Yair Munoz at 3,600. could be a nice, sneakier play there. Catel Marte at 35, all really good options for you in this range. Keep going down. The guy I do like, hopefully, is towards the top of the order. We'll see. But William Damas is back up with Robertson on the DL. He got you nine points last night. We've seen the power upside with Willie, big flywheel pitcher at Jaime Garcia. Willie's a good value shortstop at thirty three hundred dollars. Uh, after that, not much else to like down here unless you go below the three K range, and you got the likes of Adrianza at twenty nine hundred to be a play for Minnesota. Maybe a Miguel Rojas at twenty eight. Um, Sean Rodriguez at twenty seven. Not ideal. Stuff I got, JT Riddle at 27. So kind of Willie Adamas is were the, the last man standing. I want to go to at the shortstop position. Okay, outfield loaded. Trout at 59. Great play versus Mike He Double dong last night. Mookie Betts, Ben Attendi, and uh, JD Martinez, 58, 57, 55. All phenomenal plays against Hess. Phenomenal. All of them. I like them all. <laughs> like, uh, Give me give me Benny, then JD, then Mookie, but they're all phenomenal plays. It depends on what you have money for. Uh, Bryce Harper, I like a lot actually at 5400 because people see lefty-lefty, they'll see his struggles. I see Bryce going to New York and wanting to put on a show. So I like Bryce a lot at that price tag versus CeCe. Uh, you go down farther, Springer's been hot, but Yellick at 49ers, Chatwood is definitely a nice play. Brantley at 47 went deep yesterday. He might be the best hitter right now in that Indians lineup. So if you're going to play just one Indian, Brantley might be the guy to play. I like that quite a bit. Uh, farther down you look, Tiosco Hernandez, we liked him yesterday. He went ding dong. He's 4,400. He's in play again. Leonis Martinez, all the way up to 4,400, dollars but he's earned it. He's in a good spot for his Odorizzi. If you're fading Odorizzi, you go there. He's averaging over 12 points in his last 10. If you're game lock honey, which is not always the best thing to do, but just to tell you how a guy's doing, 16, 17, 15, and 26 in his last four. Swinging a good bat. He's really b- dove into the launch angle revolution. And the fly balls of Rizzi gives up Leonis at 44 is in play. Austin Meadows at 43, a nice sneaky option. Jock Jams at 43 versus Bartolo, a really good play as well. Uh, Peralta at 42 versus Williams can be a little lower owned option for Arizona. Uh, Justin Upton at 42 is in play for you as well. Nelly Cruz, four homers in his last three games, double dog yesterday. is a tough matchup, but 4,200 if you want to ride the red-hot Nelly, go for it. Schebler versus Kennedy at 42, definitely in play there. Castellanos is only 4200 bucks, which is really cheap. Belly Bombs mentioned him at 42 versus Bartolo. I do like that a lot. That's The, the Dodgers there could be sneaky. It's going to be hot in California. I uh, got Joey Gallo versus Ferguson at 42 for a GPP type play. Uh, but Juan Soto at 4200 versus Cece. He hits lefties so, so well. People still don't understand that. Like, really, really, really hits lefties well. So Juan Soto at 42. Is a great price tag for CC Sabathia. Like I'm not all about the stacking life tonight, but if you are, Rendon, Soto, Harper, I really like for Washington against uh, CC. But I don't think we really dug too much into them. Um, when you're looking at Washington, where'd you go? Four-three total. Lefties two thirty-seven. Righties three hundred four for CCC. is limiting the hard contact, but those those bats could do some damage. Uh, Reese Hoskins at 42, preferred versus lefty over but he's cheap with the power upside for GPPs. Um, Starley Marte at 41, I like almost every night the way he's swinging the bat right now. Definitely keep him on your radar. Brett Gardner is a GPP play at 41, could be in play. Same with Kyle Schwarber at 41, GPP only type looks there. Farther down, he looks like an Aaron Hicks, another GPP play, but Andrew McCutcheon, preferred versus lefties over righties, swinging a very, very hot stick. 16 more points last night, averaging almost 12 a game. His last uh, last 10, really getting it in. Uh, lefty's 328, righty's 403 off Trevor Richards. So don't sleep on McCutcheon at $4,000. Could be a nice play for you there. The Grandy Man at 39 is another nice value GPP type play. Mentioned Merrifield already. So We've slid down the 3 K some more. Marzell Ozuna versus Strom at 38. I absolutely love. Was on him last night. He went deep for 19 points. He's averaging 12 points in his last 10. As long as that price tag's low, I know I mentioned it on this show, and I with Bubba, his peripherals, exit velocity, launch angle, all that. He's been getting robbed, like highway robbery right now. So don't sleep on Ozuna. If you want to pivot at this range and be a little different, Harrison Bader's 38, get on it, run versus Strom as well. So good options there with St. Louis. Uh, you go down farther, maybe Derek Dietrich at 38 is one of the few lefties in that Miami lineup to scare you versus Stratton about Herrera at 38 first gray. That's a little bit of a discount. Every time we see Mr. Batflip get cheaper, the upside comes around. He's slumping right now. Uh, so the breakout's coming. Maybe not against John Gray, but keep an eye on him at that price tag if you want to be really different. Michael A. Taylor at 37. If you're not stacking the Nats, I can get away with a Taylor one-off. I can get behind it. Conforto at 36 versus Fulte in a GPP. I don't hate either. I know he's slumping, but not bad. Jesse Winker at 36 versus Cincinnati. Some nice value there leading off. Against Flyball Kennedy, don't hate it. Uh, Gorky's Hernandez, 3,600. If he's leading off first uh, Richards, definitely a play for you there. Had a nice night last night. He's kept getting on base, scoring runs. Got you 14 drafting points. Good little ball player, this Gorks. Get Gorked, folks. Hashtag Gorked. Make it happen. Uh, Ian Happ at 36. Another cheapie with power upside for you. Um, As we dip below 3,500 now. Got the likes maybe Nico Goodrum at 34. It's gonna be really weird. Malik Smith probably not so much, but Franny Fran, <laughs> Fran Mill Reyes at 3400 is always a GPP play regardless of who he's playing. Not my favorite play tonight, but he's in play. If Greg Allen's leading off again for Cleveland, he's 3300. He got on, stole some bags last night. He's worth a look. Uh, Corey Spangenberg at 33 versus Mikolas for some value. If you need to go there, Max Kepler at 33 as well. Could be in play for you. Uh, Nick Williams at 33 versus Gray. He's been hitting cleanup a lot versus right-handed pitching. So that's a nice value, middle-of-the-order bat, and a great ballpark against uh, John Gray. Again, John Gray is a good pitcher. Does give up the long ball to the lefties once in a while. Uh, Carlos Gomez of Tampa Bay, 3,200 versus Jaime Garcia. You know, he's out of, he's only hit a buck 86 this year. He struggles tremendously. Great career stats versus Jaime. We'll get to those in a minute. Someone to, to keep in mind will be super low-owned. At the bottom of your 3K range, again, Chris Owens is down here at 31. Uh, Alex Gordon's 31 is a punt for the Royals against Romano because Romano's bad, guys. Romano's really bad. Kansas City's got a 4.85 total, currently fourth highest on the slate. Obviously, there'll be a couple more that come out we haven't got yet, but lefties are hitting 390, right? He's 336 off Romano. So he, uh, Alex Gordon, as much as he can be you know, crappy, he does leave some upside for you there. Uh, when you get to 3K, uh, Rex up uh, to Robbie Grossman at 3K does hit lefties extremely well. Always nice cheap play down here. Don't li- don't mind him at all. Uh, Lonnie Chisholm, only 2,900 versus Shield, another nice cheap of that Indians offense we've talked about. Um, Toshman for Colorado is only 20, 2,900 if he cracks the lineup, um, and there'll be a few more that pop up like Guillermo Heredia and some others that always seem to to make an impact down here. So we'll check the lineups later and see where everything lies. But the biggest question with tonight is what to do with the pitching. And that's where the slack check is going to come into play, guys, as we learn more about things, lineups, all that good stuff. Things will change. But for now, recapping it. Up top, NOLA 1, is 2, Erod 3. And I, I mentioned a ton of value today. A lot of like the thirty-five to $4,300 guys, you can build around if you want an Aaron NOLA lineup or you drop all the way down to Pruitt with them. You have whoever you want, like we did with Yarborough last night. So after the top tier, your middle 7 and 8K guy, you got Stratton 1, Wheeler 2, Odorizzi 3, Plutko 4. You can put Rourke at 4 if you want and get rid of Plutko either way, both in play. And then down below, uh, Pruitt 1, Hardy 2, Chatwood 3. Then Big Sexy if you want to just get really, really weird with it. Check out your BVP on this slate. Um, Wrong button, boys and girls, that wasn't supposed to happen. Sorry, sorry, computer acting up. It just did it again. That was weird. Um, but all right, BBP on this slate. Red Sox, Orioles, Adam Jones, 10 for 30, two doubles, two homers off E-Rod. Uh, as a team, they're hitting 249 with six homers. Trey Mancini and Scope taking a deep as well. J.D. Martinez, two for two for David Hess, two home runs. Benny, Benatendi, one for three, one home run. Obviously small sample sizes, but you get my drift. Uh, Neil Walker, five for 14, two doubles and a homer run, Tanner Rourke. Giancarlo, 8 for 33, a 242 average with a double and four home runs. So you're playing Giancarlo if you're playing any Yankees at all. That's, the, that's where you start. Uh, da, 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 da. Charlie Blackman, 3 for 4, 3 double, small sample, but not bad. Leonis Martin, 4 for 11 with a double off of Jake Odorizzi. Um, Eduardo Escobar, 4 for 10 off Hardy. Carlos Gomez mentioned the success for uh, Garcia, 12 for 33 two doubles, and a triple. CJ Cron has taken him deep as well. Freddie Freeman mentioned his success. First Wheeler, 7 for 14, two doubles, and a homer. Um, Edwin Encarnacion's only hitting 235, but he's 8 for 34 with a double and three homers off shields. Yonder Alonso, three homers. Lindor's gone deep as well. Michael Brantley, 11 for 35 with two doubles. So, yes, definitely success comes in that matchup. Ben Zobras, 9-for-17 with a double and three home runs off Chase Anderson. So, it's going to be a, a nice Benny Zobras day. Chris Bryant, 6-for-18 with a double and three homers. Almar Jr., Schwarber, Hayward have all taken him deep. Scooter Jeanette, 4-for-10 with a homer off Sal Romano. Joey Votto, 5-for-15, two doubles. Oh, Sal Romano. Off. Ian Kennedy, my bad. Ian Kennedy. Uh, farther down we look. Marcus Simeon, 6-for-11 with a double off Lance McCullers. That's a sneaky BVP for you. Carlos Correa, if he's back today, 5 for 10 with a double and a homer off Mengden. Altuve, 9 for 17, three doubles and a homer. Max Stasi and Evan Gaddis have both taken him deep also. Justin Upton, 9 for 22, a 4-9 average, the a double, a triple and a homer off Mike Leak. Trout, 4 for 9 with a two doubles. You got Pools, 5 for 13. Valbuena, 8 for 23, two doubles. It's a three forty-eight average for Luis Valbuena. That's impressive because this is the guy that's hitting like 230 or something. So keep that in mind. There's Manny Grandal, 3-for-9, two homers off Bartolo. Jock Jams and Kemp have both taken him deep. Uh, I've been asked by some guys in the Slack chat because it's been funny how it's worked out. Heck, Brock Holt was the birthday boy yesterday, and he got the uh, he got the sack fly that gave the Red Sox the lead, so you never know. But on today, do we have any birthdays worth noting? Nope. Uh, it is Sean Newcomb and Abby Garcia's, but they are not playing, of course. So nothing stands out as birthday boys today. I don't have your bobblehead report. You'll have to go to another DFS site for that. But that'll do it on Quick Hits. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. Lots going on this week with the U.S. Open for golf. Tons of fun stuff there. The always-pressing PGA DFS podcast is out with myself, Bucks, and Jesse. Lots of great content there. Lots of great DraftKings picks. You can ask questions in the, in the Slack chat about PGA as well, the PGA Room. So come check that out. Uh, Jesse will have his write-up this week. We'll have tons of content for that. World Cup kicks off on Thursday. Francisco's got you covered with his picks for Phase 1. They'll have him the whole go-round. Uh, any other questions, let us know. Recording at around the basis tonight with an interview for the MLB Draft Recap. Tons going on. I'm on Twitter at BD Check us out. And good luck. Interesting 15 games play. I'm usually stoked on 15 gamers. It's a little different tonight. So let's check it out. This was MLB DFS Pickets. Your Tuesday, June 12th edition. I'm out.